Happy May the 4th, everyone. Today is the day where all of us rejoice around the world to enjoy Star Wars and all that it has given us. The bonds, the special memories, the escape that it's provided for all of our lives is something that goes far beyond just a franchise. It bonds family and friends and all walks of life together, as it has for me. I met my best friend of 14 years now on a Star Wars forum when I was a teenager. Not to mention the close relationship it's given me with my father as a kid. I'd like to thank George Lucas and Lucasfilm for all their hard work over the last 40 or so years, and for you guys watching and supporting the channel, this last year and a half has been an absolute blast, and I still have a hard time believing what's happening. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I promise you I will continue to do my best to entertain you every day. For many more May the Force to come. The Darth Vader fan film is still very much in the works. The Kickstarter to that will launch soon, along with the professional concept art that I'm having developed behind the scenes. More details about that soon and how you can help or be part of the film, even if you wanted. But for now, we have a ridiculous animated fanfiction to get to for today's special episode. So without further ado, I give you, what if Count Dooku survived? In Revenge of the Sith, Anakin beheads him. We all know this. So many might ask, well, that's kind of the end of that, and there's no coming back. Well, this is Star Wars, the galaxy of possibilities, where a limbless man burned alive can grow to be the most powerful in the galaxy, and a person cut in half can become a spider. So what if, after Palpatine, Obi-Wan, and Anakin left the scene, separatist life-saving droids, personally programmed by Dooku himself, if he were ever caught in this situation, came to his aid and immediately scooped his head up and put it into a back to fluid, so as to repair as much of anything as they could. Once they abandon ship and are taken to a hidden medical facility somewhere in the galaxy, they begin their creation. Dooku's head was cut with a lightsaber. That means all his nerve endings and soft tissue was now cauterized, much like a lost limb would be. They would assemble his head to a surgically capable droid on three spider legs. They knew this job was too hard of a task for droids, so magic would need to be involved. And who better than to learn from the Dathomirians? Once they hired a witch for the resurrection, after nights of creating and a lot of mad science, they had finally completed the task. Dooku had been brought back to life. Only now, he was just a head with all mechanical limbs. Until the droids could find a replacement body much like Grievous for him, he would have to live his life like this for now. Looking into a mirror, he was horrified at what had become of him, but he supposed this was karma for turning Grievous into the Empire's experiment that he had become from his organic body. Dooku thought of his next move, revenge on Sidious? But how? Surely his form now would be destroyed until he received a more powerful frame, at least. The only way to get revenge is to go to the Jedi Council immediately and turn himself in, to tell everyone about the Sith Lord under their very noses. Commanding his droids to fly him to Coruscant and to the Jedi Temple, our events bring us to this scene right here where Anakin is standing before the council as they discuss his allegiance to the Chancellor. As Mace Windu says, you are on this council, but we do not master Dooku. As Count Dooku crawled in through the window, all Jedi Masters ignited their lightsabers as the Count raised his spidery legs and pledged his surrender, making sure not to make eye contact with Anakin, who looked horrified yet ready to do the deed again. Dooku moved to the center of the room. Masters, my old friends, I have come back from the dead from miraculous ways I dare not speak of in this holy council. But I have returned to do what I should have so long ago when my Qui-Gon died. You see, I was so sad and upset you fools sent Qui-Gon and his apprentice to fight the Sith Lord for all you know of in a thousand years, whereas you much rather should have sent someone more qualified for the job. Someone like me, 
for example. Get to the point, Dooku. This time you're surrounded, and we make the rules to not be bartered with. Very well, Master Windu. Chancellor Palpatine is a Sith Lord. He has been concealing himself with the dark side of the Force to shroud your judgments. He's been warping your minds and the Senate, and I am now sure of who he hopes his next apprentice will be. And he stands before you. As he looked to Anakin's eyes, finally smiling, Anakin was disgusted. Dooku held out a leg, or hand where a hologram of him and the hooded Darth Sidious spoke about how he was the Senate, tapes on orchestrating the assassination attempts on Padme's life, the diabolical plans for a massive planet killer somewhere in space, and other incriminating topics. The Jedi had heard and seen enough. As the Jedi all sat and spoke to one another, Yoda said, Trust you, we do, but cautious we will be. As they had Dooku locked up for treason, all Jedi Masters decided to go to the Chancellor's office, including Anakin. Chancellor, you are under arrest, says Mace, as all other Jedi Masters from the Council stand around him, igniting their lightsabers. Palpatine looks at Anakin and says, Anakin, how will she survive if they take me? Fight for me, fight with me. Anakin tells him that he must stand trial, when Yoda looks to Anakin and says, Speak to Palpatine about your dreams as you have to me. You did. Save Padme, will you? The dark side creates nightmares to those in fear of losing what they cherish. A trick the Sith Lord played on you. Anakin looks to Yoda, then back to Palpatine. Stupid boy, you don't know the power of the dark side as I do. The power to save. Enough of this. As Mace moves forward to cuff the Chancellor when Palpatine ignites his red blade and twirls towards them as every Jedi huddles and slices him down on the floor. Continuously. Like, for a really long time. A really long time. Dooku was set free after standing trial, for coming to them despite all his hardships that he went through, where the Republic felt as a punishment for his previous life, he would never be awarded a new body and had to live his remaining years as this spiderhead thing. The galaxy would see freedom and peace for the remaining years as Luke and Leia were born and welcomed as new younglings into the Jedi Temple, trained by the very best to become the very best and the most powerful. That is, until eventually, Snoke would rise from the unknown regions to claim the throne of the galaxy, and he would start with the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Thanks for watching, guys. This was a really weird and kind of funny fan fiction. Uh, I just Let's hope you guys it. had fun with it and enjoyed and laughed a little bit with me. So thank you for watching. I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. If you enjoyed this video, please hit that thumbs up button. And until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always. Now, fulfill.